All right, let's take a look at some news from, what's today? The uh, 23rd of December. So, from Gateway Pundit, great news, House passes equal pay bill ensuring equal compensation for women competing in international sporting events, despite women having less than one-tenth of the audience. Now, I'm a huge supporter of this. Kind of. Uh, I believe that we should go back to, you know, pre-70s era where all international athletes for the United States, representing the United States, were amateurs, and if they took any pay whatsoever, they got barred from competing in any international competition for the U.S. ever again. So, yes, they should get paid the same as men at zero freaking dollars. Um, I don't think it's right that my tax dollars should go pay, especially soccer players. I mean, have you seen them fall and act and cry? And, holy cow, they kicked me. Holy no. No. My tax dollars should not go to these whiny little assholes that don't do shit other than kick a ball across the fucking field. Sorry about the language. I'm just, I don't have a lot of respect for a lot of professional athletes. Now, someone that I did was, you know, someone like Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, because he really would tweet out, hey, I'm at this restaurant in this town, first hundred people, meals on me. And he would, he would drop like fifty, sixty, a hundred thousand dollars to have a hundred fans just meet him at the restaurant. And by because he's like, I'm I'm here because of you guys. Like, I get paid because of your guys' support. But most athletes are not like that. So I don't believe in paying any athlete to represent the United States. If you don't like this country enough to represent them to play a sport that you love, it's all about the money, then fuck you. You shouldn't get paid. You shouldn't be playing at all. All right. It's a really heated topic for me. Can't stand it. In case you didn't know, I have a sister that's a socialist, and she believes that the women should get paid more than the men because they won championships, but nobody comes to see them play. Yeah. Heated topic. All right, moving on. From RT, U.S. admits Afghan pullout helped arm Ukraine. So, Blinken, in a press conference, I think it was yesterday, said that our pulling out of Afghanistan was made it able for us to give all this stuff to Ukraine. Coming here from RT, they're making fun of that, saying that, you know... The longest war in U.S. history, over $2 trillion. And let's see, the U.S. spent $73 billion in, 20, or in 2021 dollars on training, equipment, maintaining, and supplying the Afghan National Defense and Security Forces. The bulk of that weaponry and equipment ended up in Taliban hands. And they basically go on to say that Okay, the last U.S. soldier left on August 31st. The U.S. backed. The Afghan government collapsed a few weeks later. And leaving the Taliban in control of the country as they had been in 2001. So there you go. Russia's making fun of us for our awesome diplomacy job that we did for 20 years in Afghanistan to leave it 
exactly how it was before he invaded, but now they have even better equipment. But now we give all this money to uh, the Ukraines. Uh, North Korea rejects absurd claims that they gave Russia arms. Same crap. They said, no, nah, we didn't do it. You guys are full of crap. And from RT, North Korea hackers stole over $1 billion. According to South Korea, uh, North Korea hackers stole $1.2 billion worth of cryptocurrency and other virtual assets in recent years, um, basically setting North Korea up for they can do whatever the hell they want because their hackers are stealing money from everywhere. Awesome. CNN, the winter storm puts millions under alerts coast to coast. It's record low temperatures, power outages, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So we're going through, again, a once-in-a-generation storm that I swear keeps happening all the time. So it's going to remain very cold, dangerous wind chills, blizzard warnings. I mean, I'm down. I'm down here. Like here, here. I'm in South Texas. And they said that my windshield could be down to negative five. So me being the a-hole that I am that, you know, I say whatever. I used to live, I've lived in every region of this country. So I've been in cold, cold. I've been in stupid humidity hot. I've been perfect weather in San Diego that's all that's perfect about San Diego is the weather and freaking desert so me being the a-hole that I am my kids freaking out about the stray cats I had to give the stray cats a heat lamp some my stray cats are keeping nice and toasty next to the pipe underneath the house that way my water line doesn't freeze. But anyway, moving on. Power outages. I saw this one. I was like, huh. Texas has 74,000. Georgia, 69,000. Tennessee, 34,000. Missouri, 16,000. Louisiana, 16,000. So I said, huh. Let me come over here to, you know, live action. And 67,000 for Texas. Louisiana, 17,000. Alabama, 14. Georgia, 104,000 without power. Washington, 10. Oregon, 22. Missouri, 11. <clears throat> Tennessee, call it 30. Kentucky, 11. Ohio, 13. New York, 13. So you got a lot of people without power. But yeah, so there you go. Winter storm's sucking right now. Cold blasts all over the place. Again, if you're from one of these regions where you know you don't see this all the time, you've never lived in the cold area, layer up. Make sure that, you know, you're not outside for that long because, you know, like, where they do, like, heat stress stuff where it's way too hot, you know, you got to be careful what you do. It's the same way for the cold. So if you've never been in the cold area, have on multiple layers. Do not be exposed outside. The less skin exposure to the wind, the better off you are. And again, according to what they always said when I was a kid living up in the northern regions, 
uh, wind chill only affects living beings. So there you go. This one, I want more detail on this, but first female army reservist graduates infantry officer training. So apparently, the way this is titled, I'm going to assume that they already have female graduates that are infantry officer training. I'm going to assume they already have some of those, but she's the first reservist to do it. And then I want to know that she um, passed all this under her qualifications. Again, I don't care that they're women leaders in the military. I want to know that you are there because you deserve to be there. Again, so when I was in the Navy and I got sent out to the fleet, I had, she actually checked off two boxes. I had a chief that was a woman and she was black. All right. I know for a fact she was in that role because one, she was good at taking the test. Two, she's really good at what she did. She knew, she knew our division inside and out. And then she knew like the Navy inside and out. Like she was on point with everything. And she's a real hard ass. Like again, being lowest ranking person as an electrician, I didn't have a voltmeter. They never issued me one because I didn't have enough. So first day she was there, her first full day at that command, she said, hey, I'm going to come to you to do this check. I was like, all right, look, I tagged all this out, breakers off, let's go do the work. She's like, you're not going to test it? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're not going to check the volts to make sure it's actually tagged out? And I looked my fingers and grabbed the cable and said, it's off. I never seen so many grown ass men like cower in the corner where she started yelling. I was like, holy shit. But yeah, again, so awesome. Good for her as long as she earned it. Uh, but, you know, reservist, they don't do much. Only when war breaks out. Good news. Sky News. <laughs> Avoid the elderly if you have a cold or cough. So apparently over in the U.K., hospitalizations have gone up by, where did I see that, two-thirds in a week. So now they're recommending that if you have a cold or a cough to avoid elderly people so um, to protect them from a surge in winter viruses. So, if you have a cold or cough, stay away from old people. Moscow Times. Moscow warns of ban on oil sales to countries joining price cap. A uh, senior Russian official warned Friday Moscow would ban oil sales to countries that join the Western price cap on its crude. Um, the uh, a ban on the supply of oil and petrol. So Russia is willing, and they may have to, according to them, cut production by 5 to 7%, which would drop the oil between 500,000 and 700,000 barrels per day hitting the market. Which again, we went over this in one of the other videos where when Iran went to that civil war and was at the 70s, late 70s, where oil skyrocketed because a small amount, like 10, 15% of oil did not hit the market. 
So prices skyrocketed. Here you go. You now have Russia saying that they'll cut five to seven percent, five hundred to seven hundred thousand barrels per day. So you think you're paying high gas prices now? Just wait. Ah, my or uh, Sputnik. Russia ammonia supplies to needy nations blocked exclusively by Ukraine. So Russia saying that Ukraine is blocking the ammonia and other fertilizers needed for food production in places like Africa and stuff like that. Saying that the UN was supposed to lift all these, lift everything all together on the restrictions, but Ukraine is blocking them from shipping their stuff to countries in need. Awesome. All right, China sanctions to U.S. citizens uh, mid-Tibet spat. So, again, the other day, uh, the U.S. came out, sanctioned two Chinese officials over... Um, what was it? Humanitarian human rights violations in Tibet. So now... China is sanctioning to was that Todd Stein Steen and Miles Yu and freezing all of their assets and no one's allowed to do business with them in China. These so there you go. Like that. <laughs> Tit for tat. Alright, uh Germany, oil spill shuts down key shipping lanes. So the canal linked, linking the North Sea with the Baltic Sea um, is shut down while crews deal with this uh, oil spill. So the canal is about 100 kilometers long. Used for business, shut down because the pipeline started leaking Wednesday and they got to clean up all the oil. Now, we'll end on a high note. If you want serious a high note, coming from E or Euro News, Culture Twisters. Why the sequel to the 1996 disaster film matters? Yes, you heard that right. 2024 summer of 2024, they will be releasing the sequel to the 1996 film Twister, and they're going to name it Twisters. There's not much about it in this article other than the fact that Twister was the first film to be made commercially available on DVD. It was not the very first thing put on DVD, but it was the very first cinematic feature film commercially available. So it's expected to be released uh, 19th of July of 2024. So there you go. If you enjoyed Twister, they're coming out with the second one. I know nothing about the plot. haven't looked into it. Just saw this and huh, we'll end on a high note because, you know, the world sucks right now. All right. Have a great day. Stay safe. Be smart. See you on the next one.